Okay, hello, we've got, uh, man, we've got uh, something a little different from what we normally do here. We're going to uh, try to do this as often as we can, well, six days in a row, hopefully. But uh, I've got Lee Freiberger. He's uh, sharing the coordinator duties for uh, Team Canada ISDE. He's over in uh, Italy as we speak right now, and uh, day one has just finished. So, Lee, man, thank you very much for talking with us. Hey, you know, anytime. I'm happy to you know, share some experiences of the day and what the guys did here. And... Uh, their triumphs and tribulations and share that with everyone. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, obviously, I unfortunately, I couldn't be there this uh, this year. I'm going to get there one of these years, but uh, maybe next year is the year to do it. But uh, anyway, let's, let's, I mean, I have spoken with some guys. I mean, I've spoken with uh, Cade Walker in the past, Tyler Medallia about this kind of stuff in the past, and, uh, and Shelby Turner, just about explaining how the heck the ISD kind of works and everything in these Enduros. But so I don't want to take your time up doing that. Let's just kind of um, I mean, people, if you're, you know, you go over the results and kind of see how that works, but let's just back it up. Like you mentioned, you're with uh, Renee Turner. You guys are co-coordinators and, uh, talk about, you know, just getting Team Canada over there in these kind of strange times. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the six day can be, it, it's, it's a, it's a bit of work in the, in the first place, COVID that a little extra with, uh, when we were planning the team earlier in the season, um, with restrictions that we had at home and, and, uh, the FIM was is good enough to uh, delay the uh, deadlines for entries a while, but so the entry has to be we have to make a commitment um, at the end of March on how many teams, how many people we're going to send. In a normal year, that that occurs, and then at the end of June, we send our final payments for entry fees and finalize the names of the team. And with COVID, uh, I mean, at the, at the end of March, we still couldn't. Uh, it was not possible to buy. And you're playing ticket to, to get us here to Italy. So the FIM relayed the entry uh, to the 15th of May. So there's there's many countries, Australia, the U.S., uh, the Central American countries, we were kind of lying and making a plea to the FIM that they delay that entry just to allow us to kind of figure out what was going to happen with government uh, restrictions, protocols, quarantines, and so forth. So wow. it's uh, it kind of allowed us at least to... Uh, to bring a trophy team, there was, you know, family people, family members that were going to come with junior team and, and ladies teams and another club team that were interested in coming. And it was just too complicated and potentially complex given the amount of money and, and uh, time commitments they had to make. So, of course, they unfortunately made that decision to back off. But, uh, yeah, we, we made it here and, and we had a uh, we had an exemption from the internet. Italian, pardon me, an Italian uh, Olympic committee that would allow us to come daily without quarantine. And then as the vaccination protocols came, kind of came along, then that kind of gave us some more freedom to come to. But it, it, you know, with testing and flying, it hasn't been super easy. Hmm. Um, hotels are sometimes of a challenge because the language barrier and, and different things like that. So it, it's always a bit of a fun, let's call it, to, to get to this event. And then COVID is added an extra little bit too. So. Hey, I guess that's just, uh, yeah. For for people who aren't even sure, tell us uh, tell us where exactly you are right now. So we're about an hour and a half drive south southwest of uh, Milan in a in a place called Ravanozano, uh, right at the base of some mountains to the to the south of the uh, airstrip that we're staged at, and and the guys are riding two hundred k loops down into the uh, Stafora Valley. Um, yeah, so it's it's a very rural, but there's many many little towns and villages in the in the hills. Um, yeah, 
been kind of very unique and picturesque. These these homes are, you know, hundreds of years old, so it's it's pretty interesting culture wise, and uh, kind of enjoying that aspect of the of the area. Right, because you're you're from the you're from the west too, which has even uh, newer buildings. I mean, you don't. Even, <laughs> I mean, back here in the east, yeah. we have some brick and stuff, but as you get farther west, stuff gets newer and newer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our perspective of culture is much different, absolutely. <laughs> hey, well, okay, well, let's uh, explain uh, this. I mean, uh, the trophy team, that's kind of the top thing that uh, countries go for, and we've got a trophy team there, yep. and we've got one rider that is doing the club, right? So maybe just explain who's on the trophy team and the club team. Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll serve Phil Sheeney. He's the, uh, I'll call him the captain. He's He's been on, I think, the first time he went to the Six Days was 2013 when we went to Sardinia been pretty much every year since and he's a feels a great guy i mean his skills on the motorcycle are one thing but as a human being he's really really uh, a great person and uh a cheerleader he he's always speaks positively about the event and he has a great experience here and he's good with the people around him so he's riding an e, what we call e1 uh he's riding a 250f and then Cade walker who uh, has spent quite a bit of time here in, in europe uh, rides for uh, a Ferrioli support team. Uh, Ferrioli is the uh, KTM importer in Italy. And so he introduced Alex Bellametti, and he's a guy, he as an individual, he has won the six days, so he's, he's very experienced in the world of enduro. And uh, Kate is riding very well for us. He's riding a 252 stroke KTM, and Tyler Medaglia, as, uh, as everybody knows, tall in his motocross. And then at uh, geez, I want to say 2017, was it when he ventured to France and uh, kind of got the uh, the buck, the sting of, of what six day is, and and uh, and he's riding an E2 bike on a 450 gas gas, and Jared Stock is riding a, a 500 E3, and he's uh, you know again a former motocrosser and converted to off-road and uh, and riding his third six days or fourth six days, I believe. And then Tanner is from Thunder Bay. It's his first. He's riding a, what they call club C1. So he's riding a 250 F Yamo. So. Okay. What's, uh, what's Tanner's last name? Tanner Hutari. Okay. okay Sorry for that. Slip. Now, how does that work? I mean, can you ride anything you want, or do you have to have somebody in the E1, 2, and 3 categories? For a club, you can ride uh, in the club in, in any uh, displacement or any class, 1, 2, 3. Uh, C1 is, is uh, 250, two stroke, four strokes. The two category is 350, 450, four strokes, and the three class is 300, and two strokes, and, and big board four strokes. So in the trophy team, we have to have a rider in every one of those uh, classes, and then in every day, we count uh, three of the four scores. Oh, okay, that's so right. So we okay. have four on the day. All right, so now the build-up. When did you guys get there? And You said you guys were riding in that area, you know, around there trying to get uh, ready and acclimatized and get the fuel and all that kind of stuff, right? What, uh, How was the lead-up and when, like, how long were you there? Yeah, so today was day one. So we arrived, uh, I think, next, uh, I think I arrived on Monday, uh, as did Jared and, and his buddy, cousin Ryan, that we flew over together from Calgary. Uh, Phil and Tyler showed up on Wednesday. Um, and then Hutaris, uh, I think, will get there too soon as a last. And we typically, yeah, we'll, we'll land early in the week. And the guys will walk special tests. They'll walk all those tests. They'll put in a hundred cylinders of walking between the days, uh, get themselves familiar with the course. And then uh, and then they have to impound the bikes on Friday. So the bikes go through tech inspection. They'll get sand tested. 
a bunch of parts on the bike get marked uh, to prevent, uh, I guess, on the endurance aspects. You don't wreck parts and, and thrash them and just simply replace them. You must maintain those integral parts of the bike hmm. through the week. And uh, they get impounded on whatever day your country gets scheduled and they get put in a secure part for me until Monday morning when they get released and the riders get to put them out and go through work area and start the day. Okay, well, today was, uh, let's jump into some of the uh, racing action here. I mean, I'm looking right at the uh, at the results. Team Canada is sitting in sixth after one day, two minutes, 15 down. Um, let's, uh, let's maybe just talk about, uh, yeah, talk about the day. I mean, have you spoken with the guys? How did everybody do? You mentioned uh, some trials and tribulations. So maybe take us through uh, how the day went. Um, really, it went pretty good. It's quite dry and dusty. It's still early in the summer, but pick this time of year because the agriculture is, is uh, they've harvested all their crops and hay. So then get into the farm land to, to uh, access to the special tests. Hmm. So it was dry and dusty. That was the biggest thing. They didn't really have much in the sense of uh, too many problems today. Sometimes the, the trials and tribulations are in the preparations, whether or not they pass sound test or some equipment, uh, the FIM requires certain specifications on chest protectors, and that's been quite a challenge for many people. And, of course, uh, with supply on on, uh, on parts and gear, um, I know I spoke to a Scott representative, and they had ordered a large quantity of Scott chest protectors that would have met the FIM requirements, and, and their, their stocking order didn't get, um, didn't get received. So, anyways, there's people driving to Milan to buy um, chest protectors because they wouldn't pass that technical inspection so that had a few of us jumping for a little fun on friday but we got all that sorted out today went good the guys got away uh, really well and ran well in the test and got comfortable uh tyler and one enduro test where they run down a creek bed uh felt really really good caught a uh, a rider in the dust and ended up crashing and cost him a few seconds but i think he uh as you can see by the uh by the results, they all had a great, great day. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks like they're all within a minute of each other, right? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I guess I didn't look at the individual scores and see their totals. I oh, just okay. kind of looked at the margin where the team is in trophy classification. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're sitting sixth. Uh, I mean, Team Italy is up front. Then the United States. Then Spain, France, Sweden, and Canada. So. Now, did you talk to the individual guys? How are all the guys feeling, and what, uh, what did they have to say? I mean, obviously, I remember last time, too, it was just crazy dry and stuff, too, and hot, so I guess uh, that's kind of the same. But uh, what did the guys have to say? Yeah, it was 30 today, so it was warm, but not uh, not super, super tough in the temperature. Um, up in the mountains here, it cools off to what the, it is like at the paddock. Um, the dust, and so, so they randomly start on day one and then they uh, electronically score them so tomorrow they get to start amongst their uh, peers as far as speed so they'll be mm -hmm. similar speed out of the gate That's so good. they won't have those challenges of catching or riders in the, in the special so sorry for the awkward conversation we're just uh, packaging up and heading out to the jury meeting here so. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, pretty much how the day went. Tomorrow's going to be much smoother for them. Correct. 
okay, but the guys were happy. Like, who did you know? What did the guys have to say about the actual day? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, they're pleased. Um, I mean, as a competitor, they always want better. They always want faster. But I, I don't think they'd redo the day to any great degree, because again, at six, that's a, that's a score as a team that it's been a long time since we've sat at that place. It's day one. Um, there's a lot of time ahead of us. Another four and a half days. Sorry, five and a half days. So there's a lot of kilometers left. Right. Two hundred and some day. Uh, I think they did two hundred and twelve today, and they'll do that every day until Saturday when they have a probably a 70-kilometer um, section to do before we go to a motocross track and do the final moto. Right, which a lot of our guys are uh, looking forward to, for sure. Yeah. They are, yes, for sure. <laughs> but, again, a lot of work before we get there. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, counting chickens here. Before. Uh, okay, so what, what? So the guys finished, which, I mean, it's afternoon here. It's eve, It's not, uh, obviously, a time change here we got. So, uh what uh, after the guys were done? I mean, I know they have to do their own work on their bikes and stuff. So, what does the day look like after they finish riding? And you know, what how, what did they do? So, um, basically, get off their bike, uh, and leave it in park somebody in that secure area, and then go change. Uh, most of them are on a service package. Or, sorry, they've all rented service, and except for Tanner, all of them get a meal provided for them, some pasta. Okay. So we can get some food in them right away. Uh, Tanner, there's a huge uh, cafeteria tent on site. So he, of course, still in his gear, ate something this afternoon uh, when he went off the bike. And, of course, back to the hotel, uh, cleaned up, had a shower, went through the gear, cleaned some goggles, uh, took the dust out of their gloves and <laughs> uh, and uh, drying their boots out in the sun and so forth. And then uh, they all departed about half an hour ago to go eat again. So they'll get themselves really full. They, they burn a lot of calories in the day, and they gotta, you know, store up. So they went to eat again, and then as soon as they get back, they'll hit the hit the sack, get some sleep. I'll go to this meeting here shortly. So every country has a delegate that attends uh, to represent that country in the federation, and the race direction meeting. It's called, I guess, I keep calling it a jury meeting, which is an old term. Um, the FIM is present there, and a, a number of. Uh, aspects of uh, technical, the timekeeping, uh, the environmental stewards there, medical report gets uh, handed forth, and then the organizer, the Italian club that organizes this event is there. So they bring everything forward, and if there's problems with uh, penalties or anything like that, there's a, uh, uh, there's a period between the end of the event and, and this meeting where everybody can present their... their um, uh, if they have problems or there's a late penalty, they can challenge that, try and get it okay. back. That all gets sorted out now. And then once the meeting is complete, then the uh, results get finalized. They get signed off on by the race direction. And then we'll get start times for tomorrow. And uh, we get to do a little bit of work after that, preparing some uh, timesheets and uh, get the guys up in the morning. We'll make them breakfast and get them to the paddock in time for those adjusted start times. So every day they have different start times. Um, it's not the same. It's a, I mean, essentially, it's the same start. First riders out at 8 a.m., and they ride uh, pretty close to seven hours in the day by the time they take their work period um, in the morning and the evening or afternoon. And uh, so it turns into a pretty long day. Uh, okay, all right. So the team kind of sat and had some dinner together and everything like that tonight? Like it's 
Yeah, the riders are. Yeah, the riders they're, they're having a giggle and, and laughing and Mario and they're heading back into like twenty minute drive back into Ravana Zano from the house entered oh, back okay. to that race direction meeting and then uh I'm gonna do some grocery shopping so that we can cook some breakfast tomorrow and, and uh prepare some more food at the at the house for tomorrow night. Awesome. Okay, all right. Now do you are you looking uh are we looking at any problems at this meeting you're heading to? Is there anything any penalized riders from us? Yeah, we, sh we won't have to challenge anything to check the results, which is the nice thing of having uh, online scoring and digital scoring with transponders. So there was no penalties incurred to uh, to Canada. So um, hopefully um, there won't be a lot of politicking and uh, and it'll just be straightforward to get the reports from uh, the different aspects of the, of the uh, stewards. And, uh, and off we go. They were doing sound testing after the... Uh, or, uh, sorry, before they impounded after the work area. So uh, none of our guys had uh, problems there. So that'll be something they're going to do. They're going to recheck sound every time, and then we may have to uh, put some inserts or something like that in some silencers. Uh, we'll just have to see. They allow us. If, if we test in the, the allowable limit, then we'll have 30 minutes to meet the requirements or we're excluded from the event, or that individual is excluded from the event. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Lots of, lots of hoops yeah, to jump through. It, it, it's, a, it's a complex thing. Like the, the technical aspect of, of, you know, sound and headlights, brake lights, speedo, um, like we're riding on public streets here. I, I, of the 211 kilometers today, I, I couldn't give you an idea, but probably 40 or 50 K of that is on pavement hmm. and there is different strats and intervals. So we have to conform to public roads. So we need some form of, Street legal aspect to the motorcycle, and in in rural in Europe is is that's what they do. Is is, is lots of street where our off road is like, that's that's uh, you know forbidden to to be on with a dirt bike basically. And the first right. time a Canadian comes to Europe and rides at sixty, they're often looking around and waiting to get ch uh, chased by the red and blue. So it's, it's kind of an interesting opportunity for us to ride highway. Not that we like it or enjoy it, but it's just kind of, you feel like a renegade doing it. So, <laughs> but it's, it's accepted here. All right. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, um, I mean, obviously this is day one, so we didn't have, uh, sounds like things went pretty darn smoothly and I know things can go <laughs> sideways at this event pretty quickly. So hopefully we get through the next, uh, the next five days with similar conversations and, uh, man, yeah. yeah if, if you've got time in the rest of the week too, we can, uh, I'm certainly open to checking in with you and we just kind of hear how the guys are doing and, uh, you know, see how the week progresses. Yes. I hope to be able to find perhaps a little bit more time and, and share a few more, uh, finite stories, uh, from the day, uh, for everyone and, sure. uh, hopefully nothing dramatic or negative, but <laughs> yeah, six day can, Sometimes it, it does kind of rattle sometimes mechanically or physically. So we'll do our very best for the next few days and, and do our country proud. We're, we're sitting in a pretty good place today. Uh, lots of work ahead, though. So I'm, pretty ha I'm very, very happy that the guys are proud for what they've done and how they've conducted themselves. So we're uh, very happy. All right. Well, I definitely know uh, Cade, Tyler, and Jared very well. I don't know Phil or Tanner, but... Uh... Say hello to the guys and tell them we're all, uh, well, I wish we were there for sure. And uh, tell them we're all wishing them good luck. And um, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're trying to <laughs> pack up and get out of there. So we'll we'll let you go for today, but uh, we'll look for some uh, interesting anecdotes and stuff uh, as the week progresses from you. Thanks. Uh, 
from from you there, Lee. Thanks for your time, Billy. Much appreciated. All right, man. Good luck, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.